are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Friday, December 17th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you like what you're hearing today, then please be sure to go and follow the podcast. You can also go and leave me a review if you want to as well. It'll only take a quick couple of seconds, and it's all for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcast, etc. It's all for free, and if you go and follow the show right now, then you'll be able to get the, get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. All right, good morning, everyone, and as always, thank you so much for checking into another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, and for always making the show your first listen here to start your day. On tap this morning, folks, quite the show coming up, because... The Chicago Blackhawks are back in action once again tonight, taking on the Nashville Predators. That's a 7.30 p.m. Central Time puck drop at the UC, and I'll have everything that you need to know before the Hawks take on the Preds for the second time this season. I'll also talk about all the COVID-19 issues that the Preds have been dealing with recently. Six players and multiple coaches of theirs currently in COVID protocol. And then to wrap things up, I'll also get into a recent report on the Blackhawks GM search and what that means for current interim Kyle Davidson. All right here on Lockdown Blackhawks. But before I get started on the show today, folks, a quick reminder that today's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks is brought to you by Omaha Steaks, the best steak out there on the market. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com and you'll get eight free burgers when entering the code NHL. All right, to start us off today, folks, let's get into that preview of the Blackhawks matchup tonight against the Nashville Predators. As I already mentioned, that's a 7.30 p.m. puck drop at the United Center, and the game will be on NBC Sports Chicago. It will be televised in the Chicago land area for all those out there who are wondering. Um, and this will be the second meeting between these two teams so far this season. The first meeting, uh, interestingly enough, was actually... The first game for the Blackhawks with interim coach Derek King behind their bench. That came all the way back on November 7th. Kind of crazy it's already been over a month with Kinger at the helm. And a lot has happened since then, it feels like. You know, the Blackhawks have really started to settle in here under Kinger. They now have a 10-6 record through his first 16 games. So they've obviously made some really solid progression in the past couple of months. Uh, in Nashville as well has really upped their game since that first meeting against the Hawks. The Preds are 12-5 and since that 3-2 overtime loss back on the 7th of November, and they now have also won six consecutive games, including last night's COVID-19 Bowl against the Colorado Avalanche. I still really have no idea how that game took place. Um... But one thing I want to talk about with the Preds in particular is just how strong defensively they've been over the past couple of weeks. And while that has always kind of been their bread and butter the past few years, they've really honed in on it here in the past few weeks. The Preds have not allowed more than three goals in a game since way back on 
November 27th against the Colorado Avalanche, a deadly Avalanche offense, I might add. That so that that makes it eight games in a row now here where they've given up three or less. They're one of the top defensive teams in the entire league too. They're 11th in the NHL NHL in goals against per game. Uh one thing I also noticed too when doing some research on them, they're 5th in the league with averaging just 29.6 shots on goal per game. So, um this is going to be another big test here for the Blackhawks going up against the second best team in the Central Division right now and one that uh, they could struggle to do anything against offensively. And uh, if all you fans out there remember playing the Preds eight times last season, well, uh, the Blackhawks weren't so lucky going up against them and really couldn't find any ways to put the puck in the back of the net. That was really their Achilles heel each and every time they faced off against Nashville last season. So um, probably going to be another low-scoring game here uh in my opinion, if I had to guess, but I also thought that was going to be the case in Tuesday's game against the Caps, so um, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see, but yeah, this is another big-time battle here for the Blackhawks at home, Um, and considering how, um, you know, when they first saw Nashville, that was kind of the beginning of their easy stretch in November, but considering how things have gone here so far in December, a lot of matchups against tough teams already and several of those have come on the road so I do think the Blackhawks are going to be 100% ready for this matchup here at their own place or at least that's the hope for me um, that they'll be able to still kind of build off that big OT win against the Capitals on Tuesday and I I really do think this is going to be another close game here from start to finish at the UC between the Hawks and the Preds. But as for the Blackhawks lineup in tonight's game, um, it, it's still, what time is it? It is 7.32 here currently in the Chicagoland area, so uh, obviously still several hours away from the morning skate, so I'm not positive as to what the Hawks lineup is going to be, but if I had to guess, first, I do think that Kevin Lankinen is going to be the man in between the pipes tonight for the Hawks, because in each of their past two back-to-backs, King has gone with Lankin in, in the front end both times. So, uh, And the Blackhawks, by the way, for those who don't know, they have another game tomorrow night against the Dallas Stars on the road. So uh, I think Flurry, I think the Hawks would rather have Flurry get the go for that one and give Lankin in the start tonight at home against Nashville. And while the numbers certainly don't look all that great for Lanky, uh, he's now rocking a 2-5-2 record on the season with uh, goals against average well above 3 and a save percentage that's below 900. And he's also allowed three three goals or more in four of his last six starts. But even with that being the case, I am still confident in Lankinen to make enough big saves to to put the Blackhawks in a position to win this game. Um, And Lankinen, he also did get the last start uh, he got he got the start, I should say, in the last meeting between these teams back on November 7th. And in that one, he stopped 20 of the 21 shots faced to pick up the win in overtime. So even though Lankinen hasn't put up great numbers recently, I think he has made some big-time stops when, um, when getting starts. And in that game against Toronto on Saturday, a couple of those goals early on, were on him, but 
I don't think you can blame the loss on him by any means. And and I know that it, it is technically his fault for that bounce off the stanchion, but that was just such a fluky play, and I don't think you can full-on blame Lankinen for that loss single-handedly. I mean, it was definitely a team effort, and by taking those penalties early on in the game, you know, that, that was really the backbreaker, of course. Um the the late the late goal with less than two minutes to play that one is the one that hurts the most but um, I truly think back to the Blackhawks in that first period on Saturday and and I think that was the thing that really killed them not a mistake by Kevin Lankin and late in the game so uh, I don't really mind Lankin and getting the start here tonight I think it makes a lot of sense um, and I'm still confident that this is going to be a low scoring game even with him in the net and then for the Preds they used uh, actually UC Soros last night in their 5-2 to two win over Colorado. So I would think that leaves David Riddich in a, in a position to make the start tonight against the Hawks. So uh, it looks like we could have a battle of two backup netminders here at the UC tonight when the Hawks square off with the Preds. But as for the rest of the Hawks lineup, um, first uh, I'll say there hasn't been any indication yet that Henrik Borgström is ready to return from IR due to that bad shrimp that he had a few days back. Uh, Borgie's missed each of the last two games now, and he's also missed both practice sessions earlier on in the week. The one thing I will say that gives me hope that he could play is the Blackhawks didn't hold the practice yesterday, so there is a chance that maybe Borgström is feeling better, and if they did have a practice yesterday, maybe he would have been on the ice. Um, but I'm just kind of inclined to believe that without returning to the ice for a practice session, um, you know, unless it happens at the morning skate here in a couple hours, then I really do not expect Borgstrom to return to the lineup against the Preds tonight. But we're going to have to wait and see if he joins the team for the morning skate here in a couple of hours. But if Borgstrom remains out of the lineup, uh, along with Curtis Gabriel, I believe he's still dealing with visa issues. Uh, then I think the Hawks will roll with the same forward lines that they did on Tuesday against Washington. That would be DeBrinket, Strom, and Kane up top. Brandon Hagel, Jonathan Taze, and Brett Connolly as the second line. Dominic Kubelik, Kirby Dock, and Philip Kurashev as the third. And then Mackenzie Whistle, Josiah Slavin, and Ryan Carpenter as the fourth. The only change uh, I could potentially see here is is a swap between Connolly and Entwistle because that was something that Derek King went with later on in the game against the Capitals after Entwistle found the back of the net in his return to the lineup. So um, I think we could see Entwistle jump up into a top six role with Hagel and Taves in place of Connolly, but I think that's the only potential change we could see tonight. And honestly, I would like to see Connolly get another chance up on uh, that, that second line with a couple, a couple of offensive-minded guys. I think that suits his game really well. So um, if there are changes, I think that's the one that's going to happen up front for the Blackhawks, assuming that Henrik Borgstrom and Curtis Gabriel are both out once again here tonight. And on defense, um, I do think Calvin Hahn and Seth Jones are going to continue on as the Blackhawks' top defensive pairing, just like they have for the most part in these past few weeks. Seth's really been good at driving the puck, <clears throat> driving the play offensively, carrying the puck out of the defensive zone and making things happen on offense. And DeHaan's kind of been the exact opposite. He's been the sturdy stay-at-home guy who's good at getting the puck out of his zone, responsible in his own end. And I think that kind of makes for a good combination up top for the Blackhawks. So I expect those two to remain together 
together once again here in this one. Uh, and then I don't know if they're going to be paired together because Derek King seemed to separate the pairing of Jake McCabe and Connor Murphy in recent games, but I do believe both of those guys are still locks to be in the lineup, even though they may not be uh, paired up together on the second defensive pairing. And that would leave two spots open for Caleb Jones, Riley Stillman, and Eric Gustafson. And this is where Derek King is, is going to have to make a, a tough decision when everyone on the back end is now fully healthy. Um, only two spots, and we got three guys who have all been part of this rotation so far this season. But I first, I don't think you can take Caleb Jones out of the lineup after uh, netting the GWG in his first game back from that illness, might I add. So uh, I do think CJ will be in there for the second consecutive game tonight. Uh, and Gustafson, interestingly enough, was the man to serve as a healthy scratch on Tuesday against the Caps, marking the first time he's been scratched under Derrick King. And I've talked a lot recently about how I've thought Gustafson's play has been better and he's just making a lot smarter decisions. But I don't know if he's been good enough to be a regular for this team right now. You know, it's going to be a battle back there on defense for that sixth and final spot. Riley Stillman's been pretty good as of late, too. It's not just Eric Gustafson. Um, But for tonight, based on how King's gone about things in the past, I do think he's likely to roll with the same group, which would mean Eric Gustafson serving as a healthy scratch for the second consecutive game on defense. All right, there is a quick preview of the Blackhawks projected lineup tonight against the Preds. Coming up in just a moment, I am going to talk about Nashville's COVID issues at the moment, as well as a couple of other things to keep an eye out for in tonight's contest. But before I get started, I need to talk to you all about Omaha Steaks. The holidays are right around the corner and finding the perfect gift is tricky, but Omaha Steak makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Just go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For just $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees, like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons. You'll get chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. And when you use the code NHL, you'll also get an additional 8 Omaha Steak Burgers for free with your order. 8 free burgers with those 24 entrees just for $99.99. And we've all heard about the reports about shortages and shipping delays around the holiday season, so don't wait. Order the Omaha Steak Burger, get, uh, order, sorry, order the perfect gift package today at Omaha Steaks. The, the perfect gift package, that's $99.99. You'll get 24 entrees. Get that right now at omahasteaks.com. And you'll also get eight free burgers when entering the code NHL. Achieve gift-giving greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. OmahaSteaks.com, keyword NHL. I also need to talk to you all about Bilt Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. This holiday season, grab a protein bar filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decayed in flavor, and also covered in 100% chocolate, but also amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat. Right now, you can get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. In so many flavors, you'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie? Whatever the flavor, 
Built Bar gives you that extra fuel that you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. And do you like some of those marshmallow treats around the holidays? Well, then you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, they're fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. And different flavors, all covered in 100% real chocolate. And they taste so good, you seriously won't believe that they're filled with protein. And for a limited time offer, you can go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED, one word in all caps, followed by the number 15, to get 15% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com with the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar order. Welcome back to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Getting into segment two now today, I also had to be sure to talk for at least a little bit about all the recent COVID-19 issues that the Nashville Predators have been dealing with. So prior to their game yesterday against the Colorado Avalanche, uh, I've been talking on the show recently in the past couple of days about how the Preds were forced to put multiple players and also multiple staff members in COVID-19 protocol. And with the way things were progressing in that area in the past couple of days, I really thought there was going to be a decent chance that this game here tonight was going to be postponed as well. But um, I guess the NHL has told the Predators to move forward as normal because their game last night, even though Colorado also had COVID problems of their own, which, by the way, forced them to only dress 11 skaters in one goaltender for the contest, seems kind of messed up. Um, But even though COVID was affecting both sides, the game still went on as planned, which led to that 5-2 victory for Nashville at home. So as of right now, I I guess this game in Chicago tonight is still planning to be played and likely will be as long as there isn't um, several more players added to COVID protocol for the Preds in the next couple of hours. Quick knock on wood. But as of right now, um, Nashville tonight is expected to be without Nick Cousins, Ryan Johansson, Michael Granlund, Philip Tomasino, Michael McCarron, Matt Luff, Ben Harper, and their entire coaching staff. Last night, the Predators didn't have a single NHL coach on their bench in that win over Colorado. I really am not sure how the league is, is letting these guys play right now, but here we are. So, looks like this one's going to happen. I'm not sure it should, but looks like it is. So, for the Blackhawks, if this game does wind up happening here at the UC, with Nashville missing several key players, I know they've won six in a row, but this is really one where I, I just think the Hawks have to come away with another win. I know the Preds are hot. I know they're rolling 12-5 and five since November 7th, six in a row, and they've been really solid defensively. But with their backup goalie likely in net, in the back end of a back-to-back coming on the road following more travel, which, yeah, I'm sure is probably exactly what this team needs right now. But with that being the case, I really think the Blackhawks need to come away with two points here tonight. There just aren't any excuses in my mind, you know, they desperately need another win here at home, they haven't been able to pick up back-to-back wins since the middle of November, they've actually uh, swapped wins and losses for the past month now, but I just think they need to start taking more advantage of this new identity that they found in 
this strong defensive play. Because under Derrick King, while they are 10-6, and six, you know, which should tell all the opposing teams not to sleep on them anymore, and while they have made improvements in basically every area that they've needed to, they still have an 11-15-2 record on the season. That doesn't change even though Derrick King is here now. And they need, need to get that record up closer near the 500 marker before it becomes too late in the winter already. And looking at the schedule ahead, it's not going to be easy for the Blackhawks. Their upcoming opponents are Dallas. They have them tomorrow. Florida on Tuesday. Dallas again later next week. The Columbus Blue Jackets and the Winnipeg Jets. That's how the Blackhawks finish off 2021. None of those are going to be easy victories. So I really think tonight it's important for the Hawks to get a little bit of momentum heading into this key stretch of the schedule and to take advantage of a COVID-depleted Predators squad in their own building at the UC. The fans were rowdy on Tuesday. I was there. I know. Keep giving them stuff to cheer about because right now, they're wanting to back this team. They're seeing the progress. They're seeing things be put together. They're seeing this team play well against some of the top opponents in the National Hockey League. But they need to take advantage of it more than they are right now. And that starts tonight against this COVID-depleted Predators team. And I have already talked about how the Predators' defense, yes, is one of the best in the entire NHL, and they always seem to stymie the Blackhawks, but their offense really hasn't been that impressive this season, and it shouldn't be any easier for them to find the back of the net going up against a now-sound defensive team in the Blackhawks. I know that wasn't the case in Tuesday against Washington, but that's one of the top offenses in the entire league, so I'm going to give the Blackhawks a little leeway on that one. But with Nashville not having Ryan Johansson, Nick Cousins, and Michael Granlund, you know, that's not going to make life any easier for them. They're 16th in the league in goals scored per game coming into tonight. So I don't think that's going to give the Blackhawks too much of an issue at even strength. But one thing I do want to point out is the Predators rank 7th on the power play right now. And if you've been watching the Blackhawks, then you know... It's been a struggle for this PK as of late. Three power play goals allowed in their last two games. I think the special teams battle is going to be a really big key to victory for the Blackhawks tonight because I I trust their defense and their new ability to shut down their opponent at 5-on-5. But the PK's been a little lackluster as of late. The Hawks are now down into the bottom third of the NHL on the PK. So if, if... That unit is able to hold the Preds' man advantage off the board tonight. I think that goes a long way in the Hawks picking up their second consecutive victory here at the United Center. One thing I also wanted to be sure to mention with Nashville, you got to look out for their big guns. Philip Forsberg has been on an absolute tear as of late. He's got seven goals in his last eight games, and he also has points in three straight. In that top line of he and Matt Duchesne, They do a lot of the damage on offense for Nashville. So the Hawks, I think a key to the game tonight is is stopping that top line um, because if without some depth scoring guys in the lineup, if that top line's held off the board, I don't know if the rest of their depth guys 
in the bottom six who are playing tonight, I don't know if they're going to be able to pick up the slack. So the Blackhawks certainly need to be on their A game defensively whenever uh, Philip Forsberg and also Matt Duchesne are on the ice. And then Roman Yossi, who, in my opinion, I think is the, the most complete and the best all-around defenseman in the game. Say what you want about Kale McCarr, Adam Fox. I love those guys. I think they're tremendously gifted offensively. But I think Roman Yossi is the best, is the full package on defense. And he's playing some really good hockey for this Preds team recently. He's actually their leading scorer through 29 games with 28 points right now. And he also has seven points in his last five too. So if the Blackhawks want to win this game, then I really believe they have to stop that top line and also have to prevent Roman Yossi from taking over this game on the back end. All right, that takes care of my preview on the Blackhawks matchup at 7.30 p.m. Central Time against the Predators tonight. Coming up in just a moment, I am going to get into the latest report on the Hawks' ongoing GM search. But first, I need to talk to you all about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered all season on more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season in the NFL and the NCAA is marching towards the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head on over to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. 50%. Just use our promo code LOCKDOWN, one word in all caps, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, the NHL, NBA, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKDOWN, that's one word in all caps, to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast. Moving on into segment three, before I wrap things up and let you all go enjoy the rest of your Fridays, I also wanted to be sure to share the latest on the Blackhawks' ongoing GM search. And according to a report that surfaced a couple of days back from Frank Saravalli of TSN, uh, first, apparently, the Blackhawks have hired Mike Ford of Sportsology, which is uh, a consulting firm that helps sports teams across basically any professional sporting league in North America. It helps them find new candidates for their front office positions. So seems like the Blackhawks are really doing their due diligence here to make sure they take a look at all the options available for their next general manager, which really makes me happy because, you know, I hate seeing the same old guys get passed around from front office job to front office job in this game. It always bugs me. I mean, why why is everyone so eager to do that? Why does this have to be an old men's league? And, I mean, why keep hiring those guys? Because if they were so good at their jobs in the first place, they would have never been fired. That never made sense to me. So, I was happy uh, to hear that the Blackhawks, you know, have gone this route by hiring Mike Ford, getting some outside opinions and, and some different perspectives, and also, apparently, 
The Blackhawks have spoken with Chicago Cubs president Jed Hoyer for some help in the hiring process, too. They're wanting to pick Hoyer's brain a little bit and um, see what his thoughts are and how he goes about trying to bring new people into the front office. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, But the Blackhawks, yeah, apparently are taking uh, every option and every route possible to get some knowledge on uh, what direction they should go here in the hiring process. But I love to see the effort. I mean, I, I think it's the right way to go about things. Do your homework. You can never have too much knowledge on people. And when it's such an important decision like this, I absolutely believe this kind of research and, uh, you know, information needs to be dug up on all these candidates to figure out who really is going to be the single best person to uh, kind of be given the ship and steer it into the right direction here in Chicago. Uh, but while this all is going on, while uh, there's no denying that the Hawks are, are doing everything in their power to look for a, a replacement elsewhere in the world of sports. One thing Frank Saravalli did mention in his report is that current interim GM Kyle Davidson is the front runner at the moment to hold the position long term, which I found to be a little bit interesting that um he's already been named as the front runner so soon into his interim tenure, but it does make a lot of sense, I will say. Um, because I've thought that Davidson has come in, you know, he's said all the right things to the media. He's made a couple of of solid moves already. Um, and while he is still fairly young, I keep hearing that each and every time I talk to someone about Davidson, um, he has been with this organization in different roles since all the way back in 2010. So he's been a member of this franchise for over a decade now. And considering how Davidson has handled things while operating as if the job were were his at the moment. Um, I think he's done a good job, and I I think that's kind of what's given the organization this confidence that he could be the right guy for this job. Obviously, they're looking at all their options, but clearly from this report, they feel that Kyle Davidson could be a good fit here. I'm not going to say that he is the fit, because we don't know that yet. But based on the moves that he's made so far, I've thought he's done a good job. The trade of Malcolm Subban, he needed to go. That probably should have happened way earlier than it did. should have happened over the summer, or in training camp, or during the preseason. There was no need for Malcolm Subban to still be here. We don't know what we got from the Buffalo Sabres in exchange yet, future considerations, but whatever it may be, I don't even care if it's a copier at this point. Get something for Malcolm Subban. Why the hell not? He was never going to have a future here with the Blackhawks, and he's deserving of an opportunity to be in the NHL. He's shown that with his play, not only with the Blackhawks last year, but he's had spurts where he's looked decent in this league. Does not deserve to be in the AHL. With Stan Bowman around, he just buried him there, so I was glad to see that Kyle Davidson at least made a move that I think made complete sense to everyone who knows this team. Second, the trade of uh, Chad Chris for Curtis Gabriel. Apparently, Derek King came to the front office and said that he would like to have an enforcer. He doesn't like the way the Blackhawks have kind of been tested by other teams so far this season. So they went out and they got Curtis Gabriel. They only gave up Chad Chris in that one, who... Not to speak badly about Chris, you know, I'm not trying to talk down on him, but 
I don't think he has an NHL future. He was a former second-round pick, but really hasn't progressed all that well down in Rockford. So that was a move that made a whole lot of sense from the Blackhawks as well. And let's not forget, Davidson was the one to fire Jeremy Colleton and to get Derek King in there. And that's a move that seemed to turn out pretty okay so far, in my opinion, and I think in most Blackhawks fans' opinions. Um, So I, I do think we need to see a little bit more from Kyle Davidson, um, but based on everything I've seen so far up to this point, I would not mind one bit if he were the one giving the keys to the Blackhawks for the long haul. Hopefully, he'll be able to, um, you know, keep up these solid moves, especially as the Blackhawks uh, will probably be a very interesting team as we approach the trade deadline. I imagine either way, they're going to be active, whether they're contenders or not. So there, there are a lot of big things that still need to happen, but I thought Kyle Davidson has done a good job so far to this point, and that's obviously why uh, he's currently the front runner. So uh, we're just going to have to wait and see, I guess, if he's able to keep this up and uh, what all is going to take place here in the next couple of months with Davidson as their interim. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Friday, December 17th episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show, and be sure to go and follow the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app, and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to go and check out the Lockdown Bets podcast, which is hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You can get daily picks blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and even Lee Sterling's lock of the day by just simply following the Lockdown Bets podcast. It's free and available on all platforms, so be sure to check out Lockdown Bets right now wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or you can check out my Strictly Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And for any questions at all regarding anything related to the show, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can hit me on any of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, go Hawks. Let's go and pick up another big win at home tonight over the Nashville Predators. And thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.